With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel. With me is Christopher Coffer. What is up, my dude? Hey, what's going on? You know, just uh, hanging out with you watching wrestling. Yeah. Actually, we didn't hang out watch wrestling. No. Actually, I didn't watch wrestling. Oh, my week. goodness. No, I did. I watched Raw. So wow. I didn't watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you watched a train wreck? It is Thursday night. I have yet to watch AEW once again. Oh, my god. And goodness. Chris is hating on me. Guys, I have a fantasy football show that airs on Wednesday nights usually, okay? Give me a freaking break. I will watch it either tonight or tomorrow. Who's, who's the producer of that show that set up a Wednesday time? Chris, there's there's Raw, there's NXT, there's Dynamite, there's SmackDown. There's only one... Oh, oh Impact. Impact's Thursday. There's only one... I can't... What, what am I supposed to do? Tuesdays. This is why we have DVRs. Tuesdays. Tuesdays are not ideal because NXT is a better show than most. Ooh. Than most. But we don't really talk about NXT because you are a hater of NXT. Anyway, so how was Dynamite, Chris? It was awesome. I don't know if you saw all the Twitter buzz going around, but overall, top to bottom, it was a good show. The energy is back. You know, we've already talked about the fans being back, and I think just the full-on energy is there. All right, before we get into all this, before, social media, Josh Kimmel OUS on Twitter, RTW Chris on Twitter. He, start, he decided to be a little smart-ass today. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> Real Talk Wrestling Pod. Find us all there. We're growing daily, and it's awesome. Just interact. I love talking to wrestling fans. It's it's one of the best things in the world because everyone has a different opinion on who's the best, who's the best right now. Like all, it's it's great. Just communicate with us. So go back to AEW, top to bottom, great show. I've seen Miro has a new belt. They yes, just, it, that's pretty cool. I've never seen a mid card belt get a customized logo or, or look for a certain wrestler. I think that's pretty cool. Like, you don't see WWE changing the Intercontinental title or U.S. title for, the, for that person. Uh, so, Miro's pretty, that's pretty cool for them to do that. Yeah, I, I thought it was, pre- at first when I saw it, I was like, that that kind of looks weird. It's a white strap, and then in the light, it was a little weird. And then once they kind of, pictures posted up online later, and I realized that it was kind of custom made for him. I'm like, okay, I can kind of get behind this now. It also makes me think that they're getting behind him to keep him there for a while. Cause obviously I don't think that you would debut this belt if next week or the week after he was going to lose it. So yeah. It sounds like he's going to have a nice, good dominant run. Yeah. He, and he, as he should, uh, those titles and AEW, they last a long time, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah. That once I saw that belt, I'm like, well, 
Miro's going to be champion for a little bit longer. A little bit. You know, WWE does that too when they put a new belt on somebody. The only one I can remember that didn't last that long was Daniel Bryan with his hemp belt. Yeah, whatever like, it was. That lasts like a month. I yeah, it say, wasn't that long. It wasn't for, that long at For all. that big of an overhaul, yeah, it didn't last very long. Because it wasn't over. It was stupid. Yeah. Was bad, bad idea from bad creative. That's right. As Jericho likes to say. Uh, anything else on Dynamite you want to point out? Um, I like... Um, what was it? The Malachi Black Cody segment I thought was really good. It kind of feels like Cody's now back in a relevant storyline after he's been in that very oh my gosh. irrelevant storyline with one of the worst storylines of all time. Oh, it's, it's like it's, it's bad. That storyline is like if the uh, let's just say the Tampa Bay Lightning were in a month long feud with I don't know like who's the worst team in the league? Know, the Sabers. They're pretty the Sabers. Bad. Let's let's okay. How about like. Football terms. Like, if the Chiefs were just playing the Cowboys over and over and over and over and over, and we see the Cowboys win lose every single week over and over, that's what it felt like. like yeah. What are we doing with this feud? It was bad. So finally, so, Cody's free to do something else fun. Yes, and just the, the promo that they did last night, it got me excited for the program already, so I'm happy to see it. Um, who was it? Brian Cage? I guess he's now split or in the process still, but looks like he's split from Team Taz. Well, from what I saw on Twitter, that uh, they helped Powerhouse Hobbs hit cheap shot at Brian Cage and Ricky Starks got the win. He's the new FTW champion. Is that real? Is that like a real belt? I was wondering. I think that's the first time I've ever actually seen it on the line and change hands. <laughs> I think it's the first time ever. I don't think it's yeah. ever been defended in the history of seriously. In the yeah, ECW no, I didn't anything. think so. We were discussing it last night. I'm like, has that ever been on the line? Has it ever changed hands? Because normally it's just awarded to somebody. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we watched history. Well, maybe I watched history last night. I mean, that's why <laughs> they history in, tomorrow. That's night. why they invented DVRs, Chris. Yeah. I'm a busy man. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, overall, top to bottom, like I said, it was a very exciting show, and it's just good to see wrestling back in full form now with the fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a big pay-per-view this week, uh, Money in the Bank, and we should remind everyone, today we're doing our top five debuts. Mm-hmm. Not like, how do I say this? Because you were asking me a thousand questions like what is a debut because you always change the stipulation no, like as you're driving over you're texting me like, oh yeah these things disqualify from the list i'm like well that knocks out three of mine it's a debut as in like your first the first time you your see that appearance. person no matter your what first it appearance is. no matter what it is okay um well that's a lie because we saw sasha banks and charlotte in a wrestlemania entrance with triple h like that's not their debut no no like but or they're the focal point well they're well yeah they're debuting your character yes that's what i mean so top five debuts whether it be and we we did count this we did not count raw to smackdown smackdown to raw we did count nxt to the main roster yes and we counted AEW. we didn't count AEW first night because they all debuted <laughs> <laughs> yeah that wasn't really it i was just giving i know you're giving you a hard time i know you're there. kidding so, um, question before we get to the list, I know we got a lot to talk about. Did you have any AEW, or you want you want to save? We'll see when we get there. All right, we'll save. We'll save. If you do, that's fucking lame. But <laughs> <laughs> Money in the Bank. It's always one of my favorite pay per views. It's it's a newer pay per view, like as in like what the past what decade. Yeah, they started doing this. It's, I love Money in the Bank. You never know who's gonna win or who's gonna be elevated to the top. We've talked about it before. How it used to be. They're crowning the next big star. As of late, it's we have no plans, and we're going to give it to Otis, and yeah, we don't and know what we're doing. Away. 
Yeah, and we we just we 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 don't know what we're doing. Or we're gonna that, give it to Baron Corbin. I like Baron. And he's Corbin. gonna lose in a roll up. Yeah, pretty much. So this year, let me ask you: How many people on the men's side do you think either need the money in the bank or have a shot to even win it? All right, Ricochet. So just give me a yes or no. No chance. Okay, John Morrison. Drip, no drip. chance. Johnny Drip Drip. All right, All right. Riddle. No chance. Uh, you're wrong there. I wish I had the buzzer thing, but I only have that. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Yes. No. I don't want him to, but <laughs> he didn't really get his moment in front of the crowd, so Big I'm e. worried that they're going to do it. Yes. Kevin Owens. I don't know where he's at in his story right now. Shinsuke Nakamura. No. Seth Rollins. Yes. So you have Seth. You have. Big E. Biggie and Drew. Drew. So you only have three people that you think could win this match. Those are my three favorites right now. Okay. As far as who I think will win. Okay. So here's so here's what I think. And I've been thinking about this a lot. And let me just disclaimer, that's going in cold having not watched Raw or SmackDown programming because it's unwatchable. Okay. Here's what I think. Ricochet John Morrison eliminated. No chance. Drew eliminated. No chance. I don't think they can't do this again. They can't. He'll get they booed. Shouldn't. He'll get booed out of the fucking Texas arena wherever they're at in Texas. One hundred percent. Nakamura, no chance. Uh, Seth no. Rollins, he's he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. So to me, the only chance, the only person that makes sense is Riddle or Big E, because they need it. And I have a theory on what could happen. Is this where Randy Orton turns on Riddle? Is Riddle going to try to get up and win it, and then Orton fucks him? And then Big E wins. That's what I want to happen. And I'll tell you why. Lately, they've been burning the money in the bank early. Early. Like super early. They're going to have fans there. What's the best swerve you could think of that's going to happen on money in the bank? What's the best swerve you could possibly think of? The best I had. Okay. I, I got one. Kofi, Kofi beats Lashley for the championship. Lashley beats the shit out of him. Big E cashes in on Kofi. Turns heel, fucking let's go. Okay, that would be pretty good. Because what else is Big E going to do? He can't cash in on Roman. He, no one can beat Roman. No. Only John Cena or The Rock can beat, the, can beat Roman. Yeah. So why not just get them? They, they ran into a pickle with Otis last year where it was, we didn't know what to do. We had a whole year of this. It was bullshit. The fans deserve better. Maybe they're thinking that. So have Big E win it. And cash in that night on his, he's going out to celebrate with him. Like, oh, we would just want new day. And he just beats the shit out of him and cashes in. Yeah, I'd be How, good with that. That would be amazing. So now Big E gets away from Roman and SmackDown. Now he's on Raw and he can feud with Kofi in the SummerSlam. Yeah. Come on, man. Because if you can't get Brock, because Brock versus Lashley was supposed to be the SummerSlam, Brock's not going to do it. Why not have just Big E and Kofi? Because you don't need that big main event for SummerSlam because you already have John Cena and Roman basically locked up. That's basically a 99% sure thing happening. So why not have something cool like the New Day finally breaking up and turning Big E heel again? Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. I'd be for it. Of course. Like, I see you smiling. You're like, that. But, I would actually but that see. makes too much sense, so that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but come on. Can you see? Like, that was my theory. Have Kofi yeah. win. Biggie cashes in. No, I'm I'm Let's all for go. that. That sounds good. It sounds exciting. That would probably bring me back to the TV, something like that. But I don't expect that from them. I expect, you know, like the- Drew to do it again, or and I don't know. I see again. 
going in cold on this one a little bit. I didn't know where Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns stood. I didn't know if maybe Seth Rollins would win it to start going after and start causing tension. Cause are they, aren't they kind of like kind of friends, but kind of not friends. They're both heels though. You can't do heel versus heel, dude. You can't do that. And Roman's not turning heel anytime soon. And, and neither is Rollins or not. Your Rollins face. isn't turning face. Yeah. They're not turning face anytime soon. Here's my only problem with my theory. There's a couple problems. Okay. It's the main event is Reigns edge. That's the main event. You don't do a cash in in the middle of the show or second to last. That's how you end the show. Yeah. So it'd be hard for Biggie to cash in and like celebrate and like, okay, I'm just walking to the back. No, that's 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 the thing where Biggie holds the title up. You see the thing on the bottom. Thanks for watching. Yes. And it fades to black. So that's probably not going to happen. I could see Biggie winning though, celebrating maybe on Raw, maybe somewhere, somewhere down the line, and then then turn then turns on him. Like, yeah. I I hope I really hope because this Bobby Lashley thing is running dry. He just basically broke up with MVP. So maybe this is the beginning of the end where the self-destruction of Bobby Lashley happens and Kofi wins. I don't know. I don't know. I think we've covered that enough. It'd be time for some some fresh faces at the top, I think. It's just like the Bobby thing's not working. Yeah. To me, it's not working. Well, I think it was whenever they had the Hurt Business together, but ever since they broke that up, yeah, it just feels stale. Yeah, it really does. Every week's the same week. We're coming out with hoes. We're sitting on the couch. We're talking about how I'm going to beat someone up. And But th- this week, he lost to Woods. Xavier Woods on Raw. He flipped the freak out, kicked all the hoes out, and like got in uh, MVP's, face, MVP's face. Is he modern-day Godfather? What's going on? <laughs> okay, women's side. Women's side of the thing. This is a shit show. You have Asuka, who's been in the title hunt, this entire year, so she does not need it. Naomi. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Alexa Bliss. What is she going to use magic? Is she going to fly up there and grab it? We don't know yet. Who kn- who knows? In front of the live fan, like imagine they put a cable on the back of her in front of live fans. Like, hold on, guys, we're doing this for TV. <laughs> maybe the doll unhooks it and drops yes. it to her. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe somebody wins it. The, it opens up and the doll's inside of it. They freak out and the ba- the the briefcase falls to Alexa Bliss. There you go. There you go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia Tamina. Is Nikki gonna fly up there? No, she's only in training, so I don't think she knows how. No, oh. I think she doesn't know how. I don't. I don't know. Not yet. Out of those women, there's one person missing. We all think it's gonna be Sonya entering herself in, which would mm-hmm. be awesome. I'm all for that. Maybe Becky. Maybe Sasha. We just saw Sasha. She's training. If you follow her Instagram, she's training. She's getting back in the shape. She's stretching. You know, she's coming. She's coming back. She's she's been advertised for shows too, so she's she's coming back very soon. Mm-hmm. So out who, of those women, though, who are you taking then? Out of all these women, without the special person, yeah, I would have to take. I'd have to take Alexa Bliss. But even if she's on the ladder, I'm not kidding, Chris. If she's on top of the ladder, she's only five foot. Can she still reach it? <laughs> You're going to see the line drop down a little <laughs> bit more. No, I would have to go Alexa Bliss. It makes the most sense. But I want to go with the special person, whoever the special person is. That's true. Whether it be Becky or whether it be Sasha. I okay. Mean, they, they, these people are all jobbers. Selena Vega's never won a match in her life. Natalia and Tamina, they're, they're Natalia and Tamina. You know, Liv Morgan... What has she done? Has she won a match ever in her life? This is ridiculous. No, not since 
splitting up with uh, with her group. I mean, she's beaten Carmella a couple times on SmackDown, but who cares? So I'm actually going to go against the first person that you just trashed and whatever you were saying they wouldn't win. I'm going to go with Zelina Vega. I have to think there was some sort of a reason why she came back so quickly. Did they make promise and say, hey, come on back. We got money in the bank coming up. We're going to let you win that. You're going to be the briefcase holder. You're going to be the spotlight for a while. Come on back. Don't go over to those other guys. You know she signed the contract when Alistair Black or Malachi Black was still there, right? She already resigned. But I'm saying as far as incentive for her to even come back. Well, she was, she wanted the job, dude. She was losing streamers left and right. She was losing money. Yeah. She came back because she was she was desperate, which is from all what I what I've heard. Uh, she also, like I said, signed when Alistair Black was reading his stories in the dark room. So they she thought she was going to go back to work with her husband. Boom, two weeks later, he's fired. She's stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it was kind of unfortunate for her or fortunate for I mean, I don't care. I don't know. I don't care what she does. Like, Charlotte still what? works at WWE and Jardy's in AEW. It, it can work as long as she's making but money and she's What happy. is Zelina Vega going to do in WWE? Um, draw a paycheck. And Andrade's be- gone. That was like her only thing that they had for her. She wants to wrestle, so she's gonna wrestle. All right, she's gonna. They need it. Come they down have no, the briefcase. They have no. I don't. Okay, if you think so, I don't think so. Not even close. Sasha Banks will kick her ass. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Or Becky. Like, what if Becky comes off? That okay. Well, if explode. Becky. Well, maybe if one of those big names comes back, but. <sighs> but you need it to push somebody as the next big star. I always feel like. Yeah. Becky's a big star. Sasha's a big star. Alexa's a big star. Naomi's been at the top for a while. Oscar's a big name. Natalia's been around for a while. Liv Morgan, nobody's buying into. Nikki Cross, the jury's still out on this character change. A lot of people rejected it, it seems like. So I'm just going, I'm going to Lena Vega. All right. All I feel well, like she's the one that could benefit a lot from a push. I believe so too. Do you want to talk about Edge and Roman, or do you not care? We can talk about all the matches. It's Money in the Bank preview. I mean, I only care about the Money in the Bank. I think Roman's going to win, yada, yada, yada. Yes, it's set Roman up, over Edge. It's going to set up for Cena. Cena will be there. Cena will be there on Friday night after Money in the Bank. Um, Usos. DUI Usos versus the Mysterios. There's no fucking way they give these titles to Jimmy Uso. Do you hear what's been going on backstage? No, I've been hearing things. And I, I've been reading heard. things and hearing things, and they're not gonna fire him. They're not gonna do anything to him. Nothing's been. Nothing's happened. That they're obviously we saw him on SmackDown. Yep. Uh, they're the hottest act. Not them, but Roman's the hottest act in WWE. Yeah. They're not gonna do anything about it. That's just what Vince does. I, we've seen this multiple times with multiple people. No one gets unless unless you're on steroids or you smoke some weed back in the day. You're gonna nothing will happen to you. It's ridiculous. Think about this. Just as a just as a comparison, I'm gonna throw another AEW comparison. You remember when Sammy, all those reports came out about Sammy, and he was right in the middle of the storyline, almost starting to rise up a focal point. Mm-hmm. He had all those allegations and things that came out. He was pulled off TV immediately. Yeah. They showed you no nonsense. Nobody's above this. You're pulled. We don't care that you were one of our biggest names, biggest names on the rise right now. You're off TV. You're done for what well, was it, a month or two or three months? I don't know. It was a long time. They he was did gone. that with uh, uh, Velveteen Dream and NXT. They pulled him off. They pulled him off. He came back, but he never won a match and he was buried. Yeah. So like they're. It, it's, but this one, they're. 
This is more in the spotlight, though. Sammy was in, you know, it wasn't a, a star from AEW but, Dark Elevation. No, though, but Velveteen know. Dream was he's a, he's a one of the guy. hottest acts in NXT. Yeah. History. But like, it's their smaller big. brand is what I'm saying. You I know. know. He's still a big guy. Yes, for sure. Definitely a big star, but the, still from their lower brand. I think here's the thing. If Jimmy obviously killed somebody or something, like he'd, he'd be in jail. There'd be no question about yeah. it. But the fact that he was just a DUI, $500 bond, you know, Vince is just pushing on the rug like rug like it never happened. It's fucking pathetic. Yep. And instead of keeping him in the storyline, write him off. Have him get beat so bad by Roman. Like let Roman because he's been an asshole to Roman. Like just Roman beat the fuck out of you. Write him off. Put him in rehab. Get some help. This isn't the first, second, third, or fourth. This is fifth DUI. Really? Fifth. Wow. Get the man so some it's, help. it's just going to keep happening, though. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't realize he was up to five already. I yeah. thought it was only two or maybe three, which is still too many. But you know, oh, I should say my source is um, the Wrestling Observer. That's what I read from the Observer. So mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer, I don't know. That's what I read, and he's usually an, an idiot. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, other Money in the Bank matches we have. Oh God, AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. Is this the pre-show don't give a fuck match? That's what I thought when I saw that. I'm like, that's the least relevant match on the card. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If there's going to be a pre-show match, that's got to be it. Unless there's still one to be named. But out of the ones that are on here, I would say that is the right. pre-show match. And last match, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Well, there's also the other one. Uh, we all know Carmella's not beating uh, my girl uh, EST, Bianca. Bianca's not losing to Carmella. But this one right here, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte. Charlotte wins back the title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't she? Now, is this the one where... No, see? Shows have to end in Money in the Bank cashing in. What if Becky wins the title or the Money in the Bank and she cashes it on Charlotte? And she Something's going to happen. Someone's cashing in, Chris. Yeah, they got to have something big happen. So, for have, sure. They have to. They have to. Yeah. They, so, need to, they need to counter what AEW is doing, putting on these banger shows. And so, yeah, this is their... They're going to yeah. be in the spotlight, and I hope they deliver for let's, sure. Let's get to our debuts, Chris. You want to get to our debuts? Sure. All right, before we get to our debuts, we're going to take a uh, hit from our sponsors, and we'll be back after this. Chris, are you ready to debut your top five debut list? I am. So what did you look for? What you liked the most? What, what was most iconic? Knowing you, you went iconic. Big moments in wrestling, absolutely, because I enjoyed them because they shaped – the wrestling story it shaped wrestling history so they were ones that yeah i went for big ones i, I did my usual thing i went for the big iconic moments you, for sure did you keep things off your list because you thought they'd be on my list you know i do that you no. know i think about you i go God, chris have this i don't want to double dip i don't want to keep on talking about the same one but did, did chris have this and i'll say t- i'll keep it off 100 percent. yeah i know you do Come smart I know you do. How do you know I do? Because you, I know that you do it. Because there's sometimes there's stuff that is missing from your list, and I know that's the only reason why. Because you don't want to have it on there twice. But then that means you would have had to have left some really good ones off for this list. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Um, I, I'm first off. I'm going to say how many people are still active, and how many people are. Yeah, I'll just say active uh, wrestlers, active wrestlers, a uh, full time active wrestlers. One. I have one full-time active wrestler. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, we probably have one in common then. <laughs> you only have one full-time active wrestler? No, I'm saying because all of mine are full-time active wrestlers just about. Okay. Well, why don't you kick it off, man? You you give me your number 
five. All right. My number five for debuts that I enjoyed and I thought were really big was uh, Kane at Bad Blood in Your House, 1997 versus The Undertaker. That was a huge Can moment. Can you give me the what he said? It's got to be Kane. Yeah. It's got to be Kane. <laughs> Yeah, when they were freaking out about it. Yeah, because, I mean, it was real big. I mean, it was finally someone of Undertaker's size coming out because he didn't really have a whole lot of that back then. And then it was, you know, it was his brother. So it was like, oh, man, this is his long-lost brother, whatever the case was. He comes in, shows off his power, ripping open the cage and everything, going up toe-to-toe with the Undertaker, yeah, hitting him with his own move with a tombstone. And then um, doing what I think was the first time that we saw. Yeah, it had to have been the first time that we saw um, where he had the fire coming out of the turnbuckles, which is what he, you know, became a big part of his gimmick. And just just his overall, you know, size and power. I would have maybe put him a little higher on the list. I felt like Kane had an overall good career, but I felt like he was never Kane? top top guy. Top no, Kane is one of the all time great wrestlers. I think so, but I'm saying I would have probably put his debut higher if, if he would have but, Okay. Because he was kind of always in the shadows of Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Rock, mm-hmm. Triple H. He was always Mankind. a workhorse, dude. There was what what raw did he not wrestle on? Yeah. He wrestled every single oh, yeah, raw. There. I love that guy. You done? You done? Yeah. yeah. All right, here's my number five. He's a, a Hall of Famer, I think. I think he's in a Hall of Fame. He recently was a world champion in WWE, but he's not active. And we're talking about Bill Goldberg in 2003 when he debuted on Raw for the first time. Now WCW was bought in 2001. Mm-hmm. By WWF. But Goldberg debuted against The Rock on Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. It's like kicked off one of those WrestleMania, like, who, who's next? You know, uh, Rock was talking about he beat them all. He beat everyone. You know, he ran down the list of who he's beat. And he's going to retire and he's got no one left. And then Goldberg comes out. And it's, un- to me, 2003, unexpected. I'm not on the internet as much. I'm not looking up spoilers. I'm not looking up, like, rumors. So Goldberg comes out, the music hits, and I'm like, I'm a WCW guy. Yep. So I'm like, at that, at that time, Goldberg was cool. Like, this was cool. Hell yeah, Goldberg comes out, but this is no, I got goosebumps. This is fucking, let's go. Spears the Rock, you're next. That's it. That's all I needed because the Rock was the biggest guy in wrestling at the time, and Goldberg was like the undefeated monster at the time. There was no, Bill, there was no Brock Lesnar. It was Goldberg. That's it. Goldberg, and then we saw Goldberg suck for his WWF career, and <laughs> that was that. And he continues to suck, and he sucks, and I hate him, and I wish he'd go away. Yep. And it sucks that he still has like two more matches this year. He has to wrestle per contract. It's going to be trash. Yeah. It's. I'm, I hope he does not have a SummerSlam match this year. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. No, and it's hard. Like it's hard watching him. It's hard to watch at him. this stage in his career. And I, I, I want to know. I want to know who gets off on. Bill Goldberg's going to wrestle tonight. I got to buy SummerSlam. I got to subscribe to the Peacock because Bill Goldberg, who is that? I know who it is. It's Dave Campbell. It's the people like, <laughs> no, it's people like him. He sees Goldberg. Oh, that's so cool. So because yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't watch, he doesn't, a whole watch lot he doesn't watch wrestling, but okay. me and you, we watch wrestling Yeah, and, and people in the community, we hate him, but we don't understand that there's casual fans that still love him. That's why he's still there. But anyway, that's my number five, Goldberg 2003, debuting on Raw versus The Rock. Okay. All right, so for my number four, this is one that 
actually discussed with you earlier today to make sure it was good for the list. So it's on my list, and that's Taz in his debut versus <laughs> Kurt Angle in the 2000 Royal Rumble in New York. He was teased for weeks. Now, see, I watched, I used to watch a little bit of ECW, enough to know what it was, but not to really like know people. So I know whenever they kept doing the teaser stuff where uh-huh. they would just have kind of his little symbol show up on the Titantron for the weeks or the months leading up to it. A lot of people knew what it was. There wasn't internet to go, you know, really look that up. There wasn't as much available on the internet. So I was just like, I'm here for it just to see what this is. I didn't really know a whole lot about him when he debuted, but I just remember watching that match at the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, this guy's the real deal. This is awesome. This is a great way to do it. It was a mystery opponent versus at the time undefeated Kurt Angle, who was super cocky. Right. And what a, what a great way to bring Taz in in New York at the Royal Rumble in 2000. So I, I always remember that one. That one always stands out in my head when you talk debuts. And it's funny because if you didn't watch ECW and you didn't know who he was, you're like, who's that midget coming out? Like, he's so little. He's so little. Yeah, he's a little guy. But I could tell just the crowd popped for him huge. So I'm like, this guy must be a big deal. No, he was. You know? He was. People love him. People still love him. Yeah, he's Dude. great. Yeah, he's great on the mic. I, I wish he'd stay on the mic. I didn't like him when he wrestled. I mean, you, everyone did, yada, yada, yada. He wasn't for me. I, I don't buy short guys, man. If you're a short guy in wrestling, it's hard for me to like. I know. Actually, like you, and I don't know and what that you is. Like your big sweaty dudes. Of course I do. Of course I do. But here's a guy that debuted August seventeenth, two thousand two, two thousand two. He's uh, no longer here. Well, he's alive. Don't worry, he's alive. Okay. Uh, he won, I think, the Intercontinental Title on his first match ever. His first match ever, I want to say. Uh, Santina Morella. Remember when he debuted? <laughs> they picked him out of the crowd, and uh, like, I, I, who was it? Bobby Lashley helped him win. I think he beat Umaga. Remember he beat Umaga for the title, and Bobby Lashley like beat the crap out of him, and actually pinned Santino with. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're trying to yeah. get. Yeah, Santino Morella is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time because not like, comedy wrestlers because yes. he's funny as hell. He's Scoofy. hilarious. Um. That was a like. That's one of those things where it's like, who's he's coming from the crowd? Is that real? Like, is that a re- no? Of course, it's wrestling. It's fake. It's it's set up. But it was. It, I love moments like that where you don't see things happening. Yes. Where and that was back when Vince was bald, so he had a weird hat on. I just watched a clip today. <laughs> I can't believe. And Bobby Lashley, like you know, they had a few going on, and he helped Santina Morella. Santina Morella win his first ever title on his first ever match on his first ever Raw, and he was. Really good. Like, he should be a Hall of Famer. If you're going to have guys like Honky Tonk Man in there, mm-hmm. you should have him in there. He's held the Intercontinental title multiple times. He was Mrs. WrestleMania one year. He was <laughs> Mrs. WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, Santina Morella. All right. All right. My number three is probably, I would think, on a lot of people's list. Um, one of my few, I guess non-attitude era, more modern time one. And that was back in, and you're already going to know what it is, Survivor Series 2012, talking about the Shield, coming out, making their big debut. Just the fact that the I felt like the commentators, for once, actually did a good job of selling it, acting like they didn't know what was going on. Yes. And just, man, they just left a path of destruction. And for that to be the start of what was, you know, they were one of the, I feel like one of the all-time great stables. And for that to be their opening is they just come in and just mess up the triple threat match. 
between, uh, what was it, Punk, Cena, and Ryback, go mm-hmm. after Ryback, do their triple power bomb to him through the table, and I thought that was a great way to bring them out. It worked really well for them. So I put that at number three. It's a good one. I left that off because you. I knew you'd have it on there. Mm-hmm. There's oh, so absolutely. many I left off because of you, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's that's great, and they be, all became really good wrestlers, and I have nothing to add to that. That's that's great. Like I love it when you don't know who these people are. Yeah, and they become like one of your favorite groups of all time. Yep. Speaking of groups, my number three is a group. June seventh, two thousand ten. I was actually there. Actually here for this. Uh, it was during a CM Punk and Cena match. I think yeah, it was CM Punk and John Cena. I want to say, and it's the debut of Nexus when they came out and destroyed. The entire we didn't know what was going on. This was I remember watching. I'm like, who, what? I watched NXT back then. Daniel Bryan and Wade Barrett, and all them guys. But I, when you're there live, you're like, who? Who are these guys? They're tearing up the ring. They're destroying everything. They're choking people out. So I actually had to go back because I tape back then. I used to tape the Rawls and Smackdowns I went to, so I can go back and actually watch it. Because when you're there, you guys all know it sucks. Like it's great, but you can't really see what's going on half the time. Yeah, yes, I can't. Maybe I'm just too drunk. I don't know. But I like too to high up. <laughs> well, no, yeah, that too. But uh, it was just a great thing. Like you never like Cena got destroyed. CM Punk got destroyed. Everyone got destroyed. And you're like, who are these bums? Who are these guys? And if it wasn't for Super Cena, I really think this Nexus group would have taken off, and Wade Barrett would have been a great star, and Daniel Bryan and David Otunga and all these guys would have worked out. But Cena buried them one by one by one by one, and it sucked. Yeah. But the debut was great. Didn't expect it. Nobody expected it. It's like what Retribution wanted to be. It is. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. it really is. They tried to recreate it. They, they, they tried to recreate it in like a bad boy image. Like Nexus was like, here we are. We're the outcasts. You put us on a stupid game show. Now we're going to beat everyone up. Retribution was like, I'm going to throw cocktails at a screen and set this place on fire. And two weeks later, they're tagging in and out of tag team matches because... Well, they didn't follow the rules, mm-hmm. but now they have to follow the rules because they're in a tag team match. Yep. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like, get off the ropes. One, two, three. Okay, okay. Wait, I thought you were a retribution. I thought yeah. you just wanted to destroy. You don't care. You don't care about rules. You don't care about wins and losses. You're going to destroy things. But Nexus was a group of destruction, yet they cared about wrestling. That's their whole point. They wanted to prove that they could last in the WWE. Yep. That's Nexus was great. All right, so on to my number two debut. Go ahead and start rolling your eyes now because you're going to hate this one, and I put this one on there just for you. My number two is I'm putting John Moxley into AEW. And why? Why am I putting that on there? Why am I putting it so high? Because at the time, you know, they already, AEW is just getting started. We're all hungry for something else because we're all burnt out on WWE. Right. And they had, they had a couple of people, some that you kind of knew you had Chris Jericho, but he's at the tail end of his career, you know, and John Moxley was a big free agent name, somebody that's still right in the middle of their career and somebody that was willing to walk away from the biggest company, you know, cause we've talked about that before. They, they were always looked at as like the peak of the mountain. And now you have someone that's there and deciding to walk away. And I think, I put this moment because it kind of showed that, Hey, maybe this company is going to have a chance. They're drawing a big name. There's the biggest name that's available right now. And he showed up there. Yeah. 
So, and I just remember the shock on it, like you were talking about with the other ones, ones you don't see coming. There was, was he leaving? Was he not leaving? He wasn't signing his contract. Was he going to be one of these guys that doesn't sign a contract, but then pops back up on Raw, you know, two weeks later, nobody knew what was going on. And he was the first one to really jump ship and say, hey, look, you know what? The grass is greener on the other side over here. I like it better. And I think he's the one that kind of opened the door to all these other people that we've seen make Mm -hmm. the jump now. So I think that's big in the landscape of wrestling, something we'll look back at 10 years from now. He was the one that made that jump, and he was a big enough name for it to really be an impact. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said, except for he's not the biggest one to make the jump. And and Chris Jericho was the first one. Yeah, he's on the tail end, but you got to understand what AEW wouldn't have launched Without Chris Jericho, I don't think I don't think it's possible. Yeah, but he was part of the he was part of the starting roster though. I'm saying well, someone I know, to make a debut. But, I, okay, a debut. But yeah, because we're I, talking debuts okay, here. Chris I, Jericho didn't really make a jump in a debut. No, no he didn't. Uh, he didn't. We he, knew going into AEW that Chris Jericho was on the roster. He was not on the roster in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I got I got what you're saying. Look, so, so for debuts, man, you don't think there's gonna be a bigger one? I think there's gonna be a bigger one. I think there could be. I'm just saying as of right now, that was just significant because he was the first big yeah, name yeah, 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 yeah. to make yeah, the jump. And and that, to me, just said, like, this company is probably going to be for real now. I got you. You're not just getting the mid-card and lower-card guys. You're not just a that t-shirt company. Because back yeah. then they were a t-shirt company. Yeah. But you're not just getting the low-card guys that couldn't cut it in WWE. You got a legitimate. This guy was champion not too long ago, and now he's over here on this company. Yep. So I think it was just very significant. And I just remember the shock of it, like holy shit! I remember he's I knew there? I knew he was going to come, and I I don't want to be the guy I knew. Well, I saw the video he made. There were so many refer- references to. Oh, there was. And, and, you know, it's, it's, but it was kind of like a: is this really going to happen? Like, yeah, or is yeah. this just a teaser? Like, no way! Like now, when we see it, we're like, okay, awesome, that's the next guy. Like we kind of expect it now. Yeah. But then it was like really wishful thinking. Yeah. I hope he makes the jump. I hope that would be awesome. A huge name, of course. Yeah. So. All right, so here's another guy who uh, made a huge jump and made a huge risk in his career. 2006, back in TNA Impact. I'm sure you didn't see this. I'm sure you didn't watch it. Kurt Angle to Impact was fucking wild. Like that's when I think about, there's only obviously one guy bigger in my eyes. Well, two guys because I left one guy off. Spoiler, I left the biggest one off. Chris Jericho. I, I didn't add that one. But you probably on your list, right, Chris Jericho? Could be. Let's hear what you got. All right, anyway, Kurt Angle. Let's hear your list. I used yours? to watch Impact more than WWE. I was an Impact guy. I was a motor... Sh- uh, what, my, I call him the Motor City Machine Gun... Oh, Machine Gun Kelly. I call him Machine Gun Kelly all the time because I'm an idiot. The Motor City Machine <laughs> Guns were fucking awesome. Christopher Daniels back in the day. Kazarian back in the day. Like, those were my guys. Uh, you know, the, the women there were awesome. And Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, like, Young AJ Styles, man, like young. He was so freaking good. And then when I got the the word, and Christian Cage was there, I got the word Kurt Angle was coming over. Like I got that. That's internet age for me. I, I finally got on the internet and decided to spoil things for myself. Kurt Angle got face to face with Samoa Joe on an impact. Fucking headbutt of the dude. There's blood everywhere, and I'm like, okay, this is real. Kurt Angle like is gonna make this thing. Then all of a sudden, Jeff Hardy came over. And then Hogan came over, and Bischoff, and then that, all everyone started coming over, and I'm thinking they're taking. That. Then they went to Monday Night, and then they're trying to take off, take down Raw. Then they failed. Yeah. And then they moved back. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, for that small, like, small, small time, I was thinking Impact was going to be the one. 
because they had everything you sting. Jeff Hardy, like I said, uh, Jeff Jarrett, like all fucking um, Bully Ray was at his best. But, but, you know, he was yep. at his best and everyone was great. And Kurt Angle started it like without Kurt Angle making that jump. Like you said, with Moxley, mm-hmm. all those other guys wouldn't have come and they wouldn't have got the TV time and they wouldn't have got Kurt Angle started all that in my eyes, at least. Maybe you guys think otherwise, but that's it. Like Kurt Angle was, but then they failed. <laughs> <laughs> because all the guys started leaving because they weren't getting paid. It's just yeah. they weren't taking care of their people. Tony Khan, I wanted to say like, oh, well, this is what's happening with uh, AEW right now. But it's not because Tony Khan's actually taking care of their guys and mm-hmm. and paying them. And well, as far as we know, and he's a billionaire, so we can do that. Yeah, he's got plenty with, of money. With TNA Impact that was run by idiots and yes. multiple idiot owners. So much potential. <laughs> so much. Like I went back and actually watched the Jeff Hardy match where he wrestled drunk against Sting. Oh, Did you I've see seen it? That. Oh yeah, I've seen that plenty of times. Like, I, every once in a while, I'll go back and watch it. Like, it's, wh- who, who let him go out there? Yeah, who? Like that's the management that we are dealing with yep. in, in DNA. God. Who saw him walk by and yeah, that's he looks fine to me. I don't understand <laughs> what's the big deal. So yeah, so, so Kurt Angle dominated there for a long time. God, that, just just watch old TNA for once. Like you you brought up the woo with um Jay Lethal, right? Ric Flair and Jay yes. Lethal going back and forth like. <laughs> That was the best time in TNA history. Yep. They God. had some good moments. It's too bad that uh, they ran that into the ground. All right. Any any more thoughts on that or no? No, good? man. No, Kurt Angle. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, so number one on my list, don't worry, I got your back because yes, of course it is the all-time greatest debut in wrestling. It's Chris Jericho. Yep. Of course. It's the best. It's going to be on there. Like I thought, I'm glad I put him on there because I thought you were going to put him on. So I almost did like your tactic and mm-hmm. took him off because I'm like, Josh will have him covered. I gave you a clue. Like, I gave you a clue. But I'm like, I, I, gave, I, I, I would rather talk about him twice than not at all. So I can't risk it. He's going to go on my I list. I gave you a hint. I put it on Instagram yep. like two hours before I said, obviously we know Chris Jericho's number one. Yes. Who's your other guys? Like yep. I, that was my clue to you going, it's not going to be on my list. Yep. So I had to make sure it was, and I saw that. So I'm like, he's got to be on there. Cause I mean, we're talking all time debuts, Chris Jericho coming out, cutting the promo on the rock who was, you know, the best at the mic for the WWF at the time. And now you got the upstart Chris Jericho, younger guy comes out and he's probably the only person that could go toe to toe with the rock on the mic. And he just comes and rips the room with a good promo. Yep. It's I mean, perfect. It was great. It was the countdown again. I wasn't a big WCW guy. I didn't know what was going on. I was, but I still like. I can watch that video, and I can still get a little, little bit of chills just watching that. Like just remembering that. I got moment. chills right now because, man, like, you know when you when you watch baseball or a sport or something, mm-hmm. where you're like, wow, like that guy's special. Before he's special, you're like that guy's special. Like, Chris Jericho was my guy. Yes, from day freaking one, always has been and for then, you. And then when he went. I didn't start watching WWF until he made the jump, and I knew he was making the jump. Mm-hmm. I just knew, like it was all over, like WrestleZone.com back then, and like super <laughs> slow AOL. And I'm like, is Chris Jericho really going? Chris Jericho really going? So the I, we, I got tipped off on that one, and I was I was there. I was I'm not there, but I was fucking ready for it. Like, yeah, let's go. Like I'm I'm ready to make the switch from WCW, and I never watched WCW again after Jericho debut. Like I've watched here and there, but. I was a WWF guy. Yeah, that's when you officially made your jump. Because I went with my with guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's universally seen as one of the biggest and best debuts. It's, it's so funny because he was such a mid-carder in WCW. Yeah. 
he was basically like the underdog nobody baby like crybaby heel mm-hmm. that he was just time filler right and then like he's like a, a comedy act back then but you know he was a great wrestler then they put him with the rock yeah <laughs> like, they're, they're going all in with him from day one and he failed at first he failed yeah like he didn't do well at all at all and like the first six months there they, they just didn't know how to use him or what to go like what to do with him so i'm like fuck man like he came over and he's feeding with china and this sucks. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously Chris Jericho is the best in the world. So, yep. So I'm interested. Do you, I don't know who you could have here. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's going to be like a gag one here because you didn't put Jericho there. Is it going to be someone? I'm, this one's easy. It. This one's easy for me. I already brought his name up uh, back in TNA, talking about TNA. Mm-hmm. I'm going AJ Styles, number one. Like that's because okay. that's another guy where I saw from Impact, from a fucking nerd ass. A young AJ Styles with a stupid haircut, and before he was AJ Styles, I saw him. I watched his whole career. I followed him, and to see him debut at the Royal Rumble, number three overall, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think he was going to debut at the Royal Rumble. I've heard, I heard like, oh, he's making the jump, but I thought he was going to go to NXT, do his time like yeah. they all do. Mm-hmm. But he went straight to the main roster, and he hasn't looked back. He's been consistently the best wrestler in WWF or WWE. But that's it, man. Like I, it was more of like a, I'm proud of this guy moment because I did watch him, and I know you didn't, and I know a lot of people didn't, and I loved it. I loved every fucking second of it. When he came out there with the, I'm like, oh, is that him? I saw phenomenal. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. All right, let's go. Came out with his hood, flipped it up, and did his signature thing. I'm like, I'm in. Yep. I'm in. I hope he wins the title right away. I'm like, how are they going to use him? He's so little. He's not the typical. WWE guy yeah, and he won the title and he won many titles and he's been great and he's been a main event guy since and to me to me I wish more I wish Vince and them took more chances on guys like him yeah the more technical wrestlers just just he could do it all he's great on the mic he's fun he could be a good heel could be a good baby face just because you're not and this goes against my whole gimmick of big sweaty dudes just because you're not jacked and you're not six foot five and you're not 280 pounds doesn't mean you can't carry a division. Yeah. You know, we've seen it with Daniel Bryan. We've seen it with AJ Styles. You know, I, I'm really afraid when they pull Adam Cole up, what they're going to do with Adam Cole because uh, he's going to be chasing around the 24-7 title in no time. But just give him a chance. Like, yeah. do not, like Vince, do not watch your product. He's killing it in NXT. He's the best wrestler in your whole fucking company. And you're just going to kill him. And whatever. Again, that's why I, I don't watch NXT as much because I get all hyped on these people and then they get demoted to the main roster and then they become a mid-carter. Yeah, not even a so, mid-carter. Not even. Keith yeah. Lee, where'd you go? Yeah. Where did Keith Lee go? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. So did did you have, I know I told you I have some honorable mentions. Did you have some honorable uh, mentions on this one? Go ahead with yours. Okay, well, I will say the one you just mentioned, AJ Styles in the Rumble, that one was an honorable mention. Um. Even though I didn't watch him in TNA, whenever all the buzz started and all the rumors started, I was like, all right, there's a lot going on with this guy. I would go look him up, see what he was about, watch some videos on YouTube. I'm like, this guy looks awesome. I would yeah. love to see this guy in WWE. So when he did come out, I did realize who he was. I wasn't like, who's this jobber? Like, I knew uh-huh. who he was then. I just didn't see all his stuff live. I just saw replays yeah. of it. Um, my only gripe, I think, along with everyone else is why was the camera on Roman Reigns? 
<laughs> it still makes me mad to this day. Well, it's like when Edge, it's when Edge came back. squinting, and I'm like, what? What are we doing? Like, get, I don't care about Roman well, right now. I want to see the person coming out. It's like when Edge came back two years ago at the Rumble, yeah. and you saw like him like look around, and as he's doing his spears, they show the fans. It's like, yes. what? We want to see the spears, not yes. the fans' reactions. Oh. They, they have oh. a they, they WWE is in love. They are in love with getting the reactions. You know why? You still remember Miz Girl where she was mad? Yes. Do you remember like the fan of like the Undertaker guy? Undertaker guy. So they yep. want to get that. Yes. They're trying so hard to get that, but yes. you, that has to come organically. Yes. <laughs> Do it at the right time. <laughs> um, I also had Paige coming up to Raw. That was a big deal. Um, I had that just because I felt like that was kind of the beginning of that whole push to get away from divas and turn them into just straight up female wrestlers. And that was kind of the starting point. I kind of see that as like a starting point. So that was a big deal that she got called up and said, not only are you being called up, but of course you're winning the title on day one yep. from AJ Lee. And then Brock Lesnar's debut, whenever he came out, that was massive. Just the fact that he just came out and was a one man wrecking crew mm-hmm. on SmackDown back in what, 2002. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. I thought that was a really big one. And then one that I watched live personally, and I just remember it very well was Kevin Owens against Cena. Yeah, that was a I great thought one that too. one was great. He I thought that was going to be on your list. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was one of those ones that it was almost there, and I think it was one of the first ones on the chopping block. I was like, uh, ah, I love that one. That one was so big. Because that was also when I first started, re- when I started getting back into wrestling, like, full-time again. Mm-hmm. It was around, like, 2015, and I think that was shortly thereafter. So I remember that, him coming out, Coming up to Cena, nah, I don't, I don't give a crap about your belt. I don't yeah. care about your open championship challenge. Just know that we're going to fight one day, and it's going to be on my terms. And then he, you know, kicks him in the midsection, throws him, does his pop up power bomb, then standing over him, and then of course Kevin Owens, being Canadian, steps on the mm-hmm. United States Championship. It's a sign of disrespect and the heel and everything. And I'm yeah. like, this guy feels like <laughs> a huge deal already, and he's not even called up yet. So that was the right way to do a debut. Yeah. It was great. So, um, I got a couple, just a couple, not too. I don't want to go too long. Mm-hmm. I got Sting with AEW. I think that was huge. I just the, just for the the, the you know the member the member berries. Like I I loved it. I loved every second of it. I almost put it on my list, but I'm like fuck that. I'm not doing it. I don't want to give Chris the satisfaction. <laughs> I did like I did like the debut though. That was that was a really well done debut. Mm-hmm. Even though the run sucked. Where did he go? Does anyone know where Sting went? Did he say goodbye? No, he was on uh, Dynamite. When? This week? Yeah. You would know that if you watched. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. I mean, he was there for like two seconds, but he was there. Well, he does what he does. He came out, it started snowing, and he pointed a bat at someone? No. Actually, it was when Darby was getting... Well, I don't want to ruin it for you. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Um, Just go watch it. WWF had this guy named Paul White debut. Yep. That was a good one. I always remember that one. He came out and screwed... Awesome... He helped Austin win by throwing him out of the cage. That was always a good one. And uh, honestly, I can't think of any more. No. I mean, I have a bunch, but I don't want to bring up, you know, like, who cares about, well, obviously, it's not on my list. I'm not going to bring it up. Okay. Not going to bring it up. That's it. That's it. That's the list with honorable mentions because we had, like I said, too many. There was too many good ones. There, there are a lot of good ones. We could have, like, we could have done... We could have done. We could have broke this up into categories. I really think we could have. We could have. We could have done a top ten. We could have done top, top like, twenty. Like do do new like I want to do like a new gimmick. Like 
when when the Edgeheads debuted, the Ed, you know, like something like that, like oh, the, like that was like oh, who the fuck are these guys? Oh, the Edgeheads? Oh, cool! Like they're awesome. <laughs> I like those guys. Um, yeah, that's it. You want to wrap this bad boy up? Um, I'm just excited for another week of wrestling. Dynamite is very watchable right now. I'm putting out banger episode after banger episode, and I will actually watch. Money in the Bank. Oh, you're going to watch Money in the Bank? I'm going to watch it. I'm hoping, like I said, I've been holding out that WWE has been saving their best stuff for live crowds. So I might even watch SmackDown tomorrow. Whoa, I don't know. whoa, I don't know. whoa, whoa. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you're pushing it, man. You're I know, pushing it. I know. You really want to see. Okay, let me give you a breakdown. It opens up with Roman's music. Of he course. takes 15 minutes to walk to the ring. Yep. He says, come on, man. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And then he goes away. Then a bunch of nonsense happens, and then Edge will come out and spear Roman, and then he'll do the thing where he puts it in his mouth and chokes him. That's that, 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 end of show. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right, man. That's been the show. Follow me on Twitter, Josh Kimball OUS. Follow Chris, RTW Chris Wrestling. I always mess that up. RTW Chris. Yep. Real Talk Wrestling Pod on Facebook and Instagram. And until next week, man, we're out of here. See you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.